Welcome. You are now tuned into the Textually Active Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Textually Active. Your weekly dose of conversations about navigating the digital age while dealing with friendships, relationships, and all the ships in between. I'm Rez, and I got Measy with me. I'm just here drinking. And I got E on the boards. Yep, yep. And we all the way turned up. It's a nice, fine day. The sun is shining. We happy. I mean, are you guys happy? You guys good? Mm-mm. Okay. All right. I'm reaching. Yeah. It's a good week. It's a good nah, week. This not week. laughing. Okay, not we'll happy. S- we'll start with E. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm um, pretty good. Uh, you know, just things are starting to, we're starting to expand a little bit more. You know what I mean? Uh, a lot of good things happening with the Open Media Lab, and I'm excited. And I can't wait to share with you guys coming up real soon. Big shit popping and little shit stopping. Measy, you want to go? I'll, I'll go. I'll go next, and then you can share. Um, yeah, I, I know I said that we all are pretty turned up, and... Um, I guess I'm doing all right right now in the moment. Niggas love to lie. <laughs> what, what was that for? What? You started off with that. Because it, right now in the moment, I am excited to be here. All right. Overall, if we're talking about overall, because, you know, he said he felt like the week overall was good. My week was all right. You know? I, and all right. It's still some stuff that's, that's overshadowing. And- when you put emphasis on a... Uh, it wasn't that <laughs> when you put it there. Like if you'd have put it at the eye, it's eye. But when you put it, eh, you put it before you even get it out, yeah, the road, yeah, it wasn't yeah, that. It, wasn't right. it was just a week, you know. Yeah, it's just like damn, we still, we still doing this. Huh? Yeah, this bitch was trash. Fuck all that. <laughs> yeah, everything about it was trash. Everything was trash. You know these motherfuckers at McDonald's on some nut shit. What they doing at McDonald's? I what went to McDonald's now? today to get a, a double quarter pounder. You know, I try to jazz it up, put a little bacon on this bitch. You know, this bitch had another tell me that we don't do bacon after breakfast. Excuse me? Bitch, y'all sell breakfast all day. Right, <laughs> what right, the fuck? Right, right, right. Why would you not have bacon? Excuse me? I was about to let it go. I was about to, you know, say it. let's look at both sides. But no, they serve breakfast all <laughs> you day. You sell breakfast all day. Why you don't have no bacon? How does she fix her mouth to lie in your face like that? I was just like, bro, it's on some nut shit. Bro. The streets I bet is crazy. she still charged you for it. Nah, bro, she knew better. Because <laughs> I argued that down. Everything is out of control. Shit, I'm not gonna niggas, lie. niggas is wilding. Starbucks told people that they cannot wear their Black Lives Matter attire to work to then turn around and say, we don't want y'all to wear it because we have a partnership with people with Black Lives Matter to get you guys custom-made T-shirts or something like that. Huh? Niggas ain't... <laughs> I ain't no niggas worked at Starbucks. If there's anybody out there that listen that work at Starbucks and know how to make a a, a venti latte, let me know. It's time to DM quit, us. What's up? It's time to quit. Just leave. Fuck that job. Fuck them people. Hey, you gotta relax. Oh. Yo, this is this is an everyday thing now. What? Like, you know, she's starting to like wake up smelling like, you know, um like uh essential oil and oh, stuff like that. She, she on her Rizzola Davis shit. Right. Oh shit. Rizzola Davis. Rizzola Davis maybe. Yeah, that <laughs> might that might be it. Yeah, like I'm talking about like every time like she has to she has to wake up, she wants like uh, to blow out, blow out her hair so she can have a fro. Just she got leather gloves. I don't know where she got those from. I'm just confused. I wear all black often. I'm just 
I would have just thought you was in BSM. <laughs> I was in what? BSDM? BSDM? BDSM? BDSM? You don't know that shit over here. We don't even know how to say it. BDSM? Yeah, that is not our ministry. Stumbled on the words. Nah. Meezy listened to one Rihanna album. BDSM. It did. They even made Rihanna change the name of that song. I think that the name of that song is like, uh, Come Over or some shit like that. They made her change it. Change it back? Nah, they changed it when she like used it as a single. Because they changed it to SMH. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's the name of the song. Okay. But then they when they released it, they changed the name because it was a little bit so too BDSM? much. No, nah, they changed it to like something like very politically correct, like come oh. on, come on. I think that's the name of it. Huh. Everybody come on. Oh, that song. <laughs> I may be good. Okay, got it. They disrespectful, bro. They don't I never know. respect us. I feel you. It's a it's a lot of stuff going on. The world is upside down. It's topsy turvy. I've been um after the episode that we had last week, I've been trying to take Dr. Battle's advice and get active. So I've actually been to three protests since we last spoke. And when I tell you it's a different feeling being out there in them streets, it's it feels like you're being a part of the change, A, but then it also feels like you're in danger, B, but then C, it's also like, I'm willing to die for this shit. Kind it's, of attitude. I sound like, like that's up your alley. It's. I feel like you you have all three of those emotions all the time. <laughs> I feel like you'd be ready to die for some shit <laughs> while being scared, but you'd be like, "Fuck it, let's do it." I feel like that's right that's up your exactly alley. Exactly how it was. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> that's exactly how it was. Because at first I was like, I get all excited about going. I stay excited throughout the whole thing. And then I realized that I could potentially be in danger, like when I was laying down in the middle of the intersection. And then I'm like, huh. Which I didn't know she was going to do. Like, she didn't say that. She was just like, yeah, like the protest is, is on Haynes Mall Boulevard. Oh, well, I'll take that out. But, you know, uh, it's on this road. Nah, know. fuck that. Did we say that shit? It was on Haynes Mall Boulevard. It was on Haynes Mall Boulevard. And then I'm just thinking, you know, j- the last protest she went to before that. She was riding in a car. So I'm just thinking, all right, it's just the car. Can I tell my story? (laughs) I knew the protest was about to be turned up when we got to that motherfucker because the person who was leading it, he was turned up. And my baby couldn't be no older than 25, 22. He told us, listen, niggas, we about to march today. He said niggas? He might as well, the way he was talking to us. (laughs) He was like, we about to march today because you know what? Whose streets is these? Our streets. These are streets. So wherever we go, I don't need y'all to be pussyfooting around. You put one foot in front of the other and you go and march. That's what he said. So at that point, what am I supposed to walk back to my car? I don't mean to <laughs> sound like that was advocate, but I wouldn't necessarily say that uh, <laughs> Boulevard was our streets. I mean, but it's a street that's going to be disruptive. I got you. I got you. That's the point. Like, I got you. Yeah. I see. So that protest was probably my favorite protest. Um because you almost thought you could have died. Yeah, I, I had fun. You it felt was, the adrenaline. Some up. Karens was out there uh, popping off. It was a little crazy with the Karens. Um, that's because y'all stopped some wild shit that's wild on its own by itself. Right. I don't know. Like, this is just for, like, local listeners. But if you're not from around here, if you go to Haynes Mart Boulevard from around, like, 1 o'clock to about 6 o'clock, it takes you an hour to get from the bottom of that motherfucker to the top. So if these niggas was in the middle of the street laying there, oh, it was definitely disruptive. For eight minutes and 46 seconds. 
Um, we'll be back to that though. The other one that I went to was a car protest, which wasn't that bad. And I wish that they would do that a lot more because it is disruptive because it's like a hundred plus cars driving in a line. You're only going 25 miles per hour. You all have your blinkers on and your cars are decorated in a Black Lives Matter kind of theme. So it does throw stuff off. But for those people who like may not be able to walk for a mile or two or may have like issues or maybe still worried about COVID, it's the perfect way to social distance. You can still get your point across and you can still feel like you're a part of the movement. So that was a really good one. And then I went to another one, which was really peaceful. We marched, we hollered and we heard some really good words from a few people in the area so overall processing was great it is exhausting i feel like i take i took in a lot of the emotions from being out there so that took a toll on me throughout the week but um i'm ready to get back out there hey i'm proud of you bro if don't nobody say it i'm proud of you (laughs) thank you thank you so um while we're here juneteenth is coming up And our president, who's not my president, has an announcement. He's going to do a rally on Juneteenth in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So I feel like it's a part, it's a point for us to celebrate our holiday while he's celebrating his. I'm confused. All I heard was real, real racist shit. Right. Big disrespect shit. Mm -hmm. Like. Nobody cares that you're going to Tulsa. It's not doing anybody a solid. It's just showing that you fucking are blatantly doing disrespectful shit. That's it, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, this nigga has been wilding. Seriously. And it just shows how, like, how blatant ignorant this country is. And it's just like, I don't know, bro. I don't have shit to say about it. I don't give a fuck. About him or what he's got, what he stand on, what his principles are, and what he think he's doing to help. I won't be in Tulsa, and the black people that live out there, Dr. Pastor Todd, you know what's up. You need, Don't be out there with that nigga. Let that nigga be out there on his own, and fuck Candace Owen. Okay. Candace out here wilding out, too? Always, but it's just Candace Owen. She's saying a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's, um, I think this year is going to be a change. It's going to be a lot more people celebrating it, so I think... You guys, if you're listening, should take part in that and gather around your homies, wear your favorite black T-shirts and cook out on the grill the same way you would do for the 4th of July. Because if you haven't heard, it's canceled. Uh, I will. Like, can we like wild out? Can we like chill in this narrative? What's the narrative? What you think? Black people don't celebrate the 4th of July. Black people just celebrate the day off from work. Like niggas just be any day we have off from work, we just want to cook out and do that anyway. Fourth of July just happens to be a national holiday that happens that we do it for. Nigga, we do it for Memorial Day. Niggas be on boats and shit in Miami on jet skis. It's just we don't give a fuck about the holidays. We just do it because it's a day off from work. I'll allow it. (laughs) So you mean like the same way people who have off like say if your religion doesn't allow you to celebrate christmas you still do stuff with your family on that holiday because you're off but not necessarily because you're celebrating for riz what day is christopher columbus day a monday which one (laughs) october but you know what you do know them niggas be selling a hell of a lot of mattresses for Christopher Gold. But that's, an, that's another part of it. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Like, you don't know what date is, but you do know. That's another part of it, too, though, is 
if you're buying stuff on those days for your barbecues, are you are participating in those sales at Macy's, JC Penney's? You are giving back to people who don't necessarily support our agenda. Or like niggas, Black Friday. Ain't nobody said we was canceling that yet. So you're with the the thought process that if you're going to cancel one thing, you need to cancel all of it. I'm in the thought process of we need to stop associating shit with shit. Niggas want to give us a sale. Nigga, ain't nobody saying we not finna go do these pandemic sales. The pandemic tried to kill us. But nigga, I saw Old Navy had 50% off online. Would have cop something if I had a little money. If that, that second STEMI would have came out, I'd have cop something. That STEMI is over. We is not getting no STEMI. That's trash. We is not getting no STEMI. This nigga rather go to fucking Tulsa <laughs> than just giving us another STEMI. He's not giving us shit. And you know what else with the pandemic since we're here? They ain't closing this country back down. Nobody give a fuck about that. <laughs> I've been trying to. I came in here for down. like six weeks in a row and told they you. They are not doing that. Again. Nobody gives a fuck about this pandemic. It's like. I, now, I can't really speak too much on it, but it's almost like, did it even happen? Like, because the way that people are ignoring it, the way that I see people, you know, still doing. And it's nothing wrong with it. Go out, have fun, enjoy your life. But the way that I've seen people over these last two weeks with things open up, being at the club, <sighs> VIP section, okay. bottles flowing, hookah passing, mimosa sipping. I'm like, oh, so y'all, I can't wait. Really I'm ready. Here. I've been waiting. That little baby uh, 42 Doug song got a ring off, bro. I need to hear that. Oh, you got some songs you want to hear? What? From Nigga, I can't wait to get drunk and yell before I go broke like Jock. For that doll like Vic. I'm ready, bro. I'm here. I didn't even know new music was coming out. You you out here. Well, you've been protesting. That's why. I'll give you a pass for that. Yeah, I don't even know. I'm still listening to the same six songs. Summer Walker. <laughs> Roddy Rich. <laughs> the box is over. <laughs> they closed that box. Adele. Amy Winehouse. Same old. Same old. Same old. But, um, yeah, so North Carolina. I don't think North Carolina is going to close back down. Even with the increase in cases, I think it's still going to stay open. Um, what are your predictions on that? I'm here for it, bro. Nigga, I still been ordering uh, brunch. People are still protesting for the gyms to open. Oh, I know that reminds me. I got to go to the grocery store. I ain't got no more rosé for my mimosas. You put rosé in your mimosas, not Prosecco? <laughs> Fuck yeah, bro. I'm so big is shit. It, you put orange juice with the rosé? No. Okay. <laughs> no. So then it's just rose. It's not a mimosa. And oh. if it's flavored, it's a mimosa. So why are you making it hot? <laughs> yeah, like it's flavored uh, champagne. It's a mimosa. Thank you, Mizi. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> 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 hot. <laughs> so um, I just I just don't know where we're at. I feel like all the things that we just talked about is the reason why I feel the way I feel. It's just so uncertain with everything that's going on, but we're going to keep pushing. Yeah, I don't give a damn about it. Um, we finally got Dave Chappelle back. He's back. Legends. And I was one of the people who, when I seen the announcement, I think you sent it to me. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm about to get some comedy. No. Yay, I can laugh, finally. There's like three jokes. Two seconds into it, I was like, oh, this ain't that. I almost cried. This is not, I did cry. Uh-uh. I cried. I got close. I was like, this is, this is not that. Okay. Oh, we're getting serious. Let me put my black t-shirt back on. And he really said all the things that I felt like a lot of people needed to hear. I think we should appreciate Dave Chappelle for the shit that he does. Like, this nigga took a moment, like, 
I think this special, if y'all ain't watched it yet, is uh, 8.46. It's 8 minutes and 40. It's not 8 minutes and 46. That's just the title. It's like 30 minutes. But it was an event he put together somewhere in Ohio, like at his house or some shit like that, just to get what he had to say off, bro. He did that on June 6th. That's like right around the time that everything was popping. It was, it, was it was like two weeks ago. You know what I'm saying? And he just said, he has a way of saying things. About like society that makes sense. Like it's not nothing like super like politically correct. It ain't him being nice. It's just him saying shit how he views it. And then we all for some reason see it the same way he do. Right. <laughs> it's just wild, bro. Right. I think I wonder if the people who went to the show that he put on, if they assumed that he was gonna be telling jokes or what the advertisement for that look like yeah because that's like he was just like gave it up like, right he ain't get no fucks he talked about george floyd which is crazy because I think he named it after george floyd yeah the eight the eight seconds yeah sat on him. which is crazy because it's like dave Chappelle is like one of those guys that when everything was good for dave Chappelle, we was like oh shit this is wild but dave Chappelle was like good enough to know like bro this ain't this ain't it. To walk away from <laughs> it was like, this ain't it. And everybody looked at him like, there's something wrong with this nigga. This nigga on drugs. This nigga doing some wild shit. What the fuck? They gave him 60 million. He going to Africa. But in hindsight, Dave Chappelle's us. Like, nigga, he took a break. He took a mental health break for some shit that was not pleasing him. And he did it. And I, I, I commend him. Like, this special is like, I've watched damn near every Dave Chappelle special. This was the only one that made me feel like, oh, wow. Like, wow, he did it. Like, What were you expecting going into it? I didn't know. Like, it was just, I just saw it drop on the timeline. And he was like, oh, it's a new Dave Chappelle. So I'm like, at least, you know, we get like a couple, I get some laughs during like this weird time. We laugh at Dave Chappelle. But then when I saw it, it was only like 30, like 30 minutes and it was just on YouTube. I was like, oh, no, nah, this, this might be just a public address. And... It was just, it was amazing to see what Dave Chappelle does. Right. Like, Dave Chappelle, like, I don't know if anybody ever paid attention, but if you decide to go back, you got you free time, go watch old Dave Chappelle. And he does this thing where he takes a cigarette out, but he rarely ever lights it. Right. So it just, I it's in his that. hands to, like, for you to pay attention to him the entire time he's talking. So the entire time he was talking, I kept, like, he picked up a cup. And he was holding that cup wild loose. Like, it wasn't nothing in it. But he was still drink out of it. So I was confused the entire time. But I was paying attention because I kept looking to see, like, bro, is there something in there? And then he went, this is funny <laughs> that we paid attention to this part. But he went to light it, but it didn't light. And then he waited, like, two minutes. Like, are you really trying and to And I think it? he was doing it on purpose. Yeah. Like, he was trying to light it, but he was still talking. And you kept being engaged. And I think that's, like, that's some, like, ma- like genius shit. To like have people really pay attention. Cause if I'm just up there telling jokes and I'm not doing shit and I'm just walking in a circle telling jokes, motherfuckers can easily, yeah. you know what I'm saying, just tune out mentally. I know like now you can't have your phones and shit, so they don't record it. So it's just you tuning out mentally and you start thinking about other shit. And then when you hear the laugh, you pop back in like, damn, what did I miss? But this nigga keeps people engaged, and thought, he's saying this. Yeah, I thought he was doing that because he was trying to collect the thoughts at the time. Like, cause it, I'm sure he had something he wanted to say, but I, I felt like 
it kept it looked like he was like fidgeting in a, in a moment because he was just like just trying to get it right. You know what I mean? And try not to because you know you know a lot of comedians they'll do they'll do shows in between their big specials to to uh, work out new jokes. Right. So that's why I thought he had the book. You know what I mean? Because he was saying like and he kind of he kind of led like yeah like he made it seem like he was going to be telling other jokes because right. he had the book. He was fumbling through the book, you know, probably trying to read his jokes out. But, I mean. There wasn't was, a joke told. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, but no, there were jokes told. It was a few. It was but a good one. There were, like, I mean. The Bakes like, joke. Not like punchline type yeah. of stuff. The Zillia Bakes joke is yeah. fucking genius because but, he didn't uh, confirm or deny that he slept with Zillia Bakes. He just said that I'll tell like Zillia Bakes did. Oh, That's I think um, one of my favorite parts about it was he talked on how he's willing to take a back seat for this and let the current generation ride the drive the car, basically. And that sat with me, too, because he's not just sitting back there. He's also giving you the ammunition to, like, go out there and do it. Like, watching that, you feel like, you know what? He's right. I should be up here doing X, Y, and Z. I should know these people's names. I should be fighting for this cause because we've been fighting for it forever. And it kind of just made me think about the... Streets is hot. It made me think about the what protest if, that I was just what. What if that was Dave calling to be like, "You fire, right?" Like, I hate <laughs> like no, nigga, <laughs> no, we don't need you to work. But um, like I said, the the guy who was leading the protest a couple of days ago, he was twenty twenty five. Like they have the energy to do it. They have the information at their hand. They basically grew up with the internet, the internet around, so they know how to promote this stuff. They know how to move it. So we gotta let them do their thing and it's crazy because it's like there's like this has been a thing for a while like like shout out uh i know we give him a lot of shit for it but fucking uh jaden smith has really been out here trying to change the world and we just been ignoring it because it's will smith's son and we don't really care about what will smith's son got to say and you know who else kendrick lamar uh no really i went back and i listened to the damn album and he's been talking about this for a while, too. He introed the album with a line uh, from a news reporter. And it was like, Kendrick Lamar is talking about police brutality. And he has a line, I hate the popo, want to see him dead in the streets, for show. And the girl really said, uh, I really hate to see that. And it's like, really, that's your sentiments on cops killing black people? Man, if, if you really want to talk about it, I mean, we can get into you can we can get into the nigga. These white people think Ice Cube is lost in mind. Oh yeah, <laughs> like oh, yeah. Nigga, like, you don't want to go on the Today Show. The, uh, what is it? Good Morning America. They're like, oh my god, Ice Cube are saying fucking. He's saying very uh, uh, anti-Semitic statements on his timeline. I'm like, bro, do you not know? Uh, He's got an album called America's Most Wanted with three K's in the middle. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's not the guy from Are We Home? Are We at, Are We There Yet? Right. Like, ultimately, right. it kind of reminded like, and uh, Dave Chappelle kind of said it in that uh, thing too. Where he was like, "Where's Ja?" It's kind of like, who gives a fuck? Where like, Ja they, is when his shit going on? Yeah, like or what? Like what they have to say or what celebrities have to say I at did a time Don, like this. I thought Don Lemon was on some that shit when he did that. I remember seeing it on the timeline, and it was just like, nigga, you are saying that from the comfort of a studio. Right. You're wilding. You're not out here wilding. (laughs) Where's Ja? Where's Ja? Ja, We're not looking for Ja. We're looking for justice. That sounds, yeah. That was hard. (laughs) We not, though. We're not looking for that. Check you out. So, um... Rezla Davis is here. Shut up. <laughs> Davis. I'm serious. Like, this shit is crazy. And, you know, 
you just gotta roll with it because I feel like we've been we've been trained for this. It's not something that we just like, oh shit, this is crazy. I can't believe we're here. No, every single last black person that you speak to can believe that we're here. And they have experienced the things that we've seen to the point where, like, do we even call the fucking police when we're in trouble? Nah, bro. You ever call, Have you ever called the cops and said, yo, shit is crazy over here. I need you to get here. I've never. I've never owned. I've called 911 once in my life because I thought that was what you were supposed to do. And that was because I was fucking broke on the side of the, the road. Like, I needed somebody to help me. I didn't have nobody else. Yeah. And that was because my phone was like off. I didn't pay the bill that weekend. So, you know, even if your phone off, you still down 911. So I just called it for the police to come. That was yeah, it. Yeah. I have a question. Did they come and yeah. help you out? Yeah. He gave me a ride. He said I ain't supposed to do He did preface this with I ain't really supposed to do this, but he gave me a ride, which is wild. Right. The irony, ain't small boulevard. <laughs> We shot him on Boulevard. Full down. circle, yeah. Full yeah. circle. See, see our life. So, um, <laughs> so really, I wanted to get into our topic. That was just like our our surface talk. It got deep, though. Yeah, it did get deep because that special really touched me. I really sat there with two tears falling down my cheek, like, damn, some shit got to change. But, um. Along with Juneteenth coming up this weekend that I really want you guys to celebrate and just show up and show out for, buy black, do black shit, be black as fuck all weekend. Father's Day is also coming up too. So I wanted to touch a little bit on our fathers in honor of the holiday coming up and, you know, just praise them. Praise him. Praise him. Man, fuck <laughs> no, stop. You are his little, like, Earl spit you out, like. Man, you are like a twin. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, <laughs> damn, Earl. Um, he, I, uh, he know he'd probably say the same thing. But uh, I mean, Father's Day is like one of those days. I feel like at some point, it's one of those rough holidays because it's uh, it has this weird negative uh, stigma about it because it's like a lot of us don't know they dad. Right. And so it's like I don't really celebrate Father's Day Dad because my dad wasn't around or my, my father wasn't around. Right. So I feel like that's why I guess this weird rap and let's not I'm not just saying that for black people, which is very common, but there's a lot of white dads out here that ain't shit either. People in general. Yeah, it's just some guys are ain't shit and wasn't shit and we couldn't figure out why. But I think it gives a I think I think Father's Day is really about celebrating the ones that are that was there. Or at least tried or, at the bare or, minimum, or at least was that that figure for you. You know what I mean? Because like, right. there's a lot of people who may not have you know grew up with their dad in the picture or been around, but they had that uncle, they had that teacher, they had someone that was that positive role model, and it kind of you know even though it's I guess it's meant technically for fathers, but I feel like it's kind of grown Facts. over time, like just evolved over time to be Facts. more about like. Positive male role model day, like that's what it basically turned into. It's really what it is, cause it's a bunch of bunch of guys that were, you know, that were out here like taking on responsibilities. Even if it's like an older brother, there's the niggas out here that was that played that, and you know, I feel like those they should be celebrated as well. Even if it's like that was your dad and they got real kids, still do it. I feel like Father's Day has a a completely different feeling than Mother's Day. Oh, absolutely, Mother's. Like Mother's Day, it's 
it's not a lot of people that have hard relationships with their mother. I mean, there are people out there, but mother a lot it's rare to see somebody say, Fuck my mama. I don't fuck with that bitch. Like I think mother's I, th- get- I think I think you're looking at through a narrow a narrow scope. <laughs> I you, think a lot of us because, <laughs> because um you are of a certain complexion. Okay. Oh, 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 got it. So I'm looking from yeah. Eminem spent like nine years telling us he wanted to kill his mama. Ended. Okay. I'll take Financial. that back. I walk that back. Mother's Day just has a different feeling to Bro, it. Bro, imagine being able to say fuck my mama and become a billionaire. Of it. Seriously. <laughs> he created a whole brand. I'm gonna say fuck hold, my mama. Hold, hold, hold time, that's the secret sauce. But like, none of y'all won't start doing it. <laughs> and continued it in the movie Eight Mile too. Like it wasn't like he, he carried yo, that he shit definitely, out. Yo, it definitely went from it definitely went from in real life to on wax <laughs> to the silver screen. To DVD and now, oh my god, yeah. bro! <laughs> he committed to that brand. <laughs> he did not fuck with that. Bitch. Oh my god, bro! White people have so much privilege. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine being able to talk about your mom like that and oh, live. Right? People look at you like you talk about your mother. Oh my god, and no, it's a brand. I think mothers that like mothers are warm. They're welcoming. And fathers, fathers be hard sometimes. That's why it's hard. You've ever have you ever tried to have a serious conversation with your dad? Yes. Like, yes. Serious. Yes. How hard was it? The motherfucker he deflected <laughs> the entire time. No, like, have you ever t- tried to tell your dad, "Hey, you you fucked up when you did that, sir." Yes. <laughs> and he yeah. deflected. Right. <laughs> nah. Um. Mine. Mine kind of took a turn. Like. So it was weird for me. Um, my dad was a hard ass whole like whole way through, through and through growing up, basically until the day I got dropped off at college. <laughs> that the literally the day after it, it like it's like a uh, it switched. He started realizing, you know, like damn, maybe I, I did push you a little too hard. But I get I get it because it's kind of like uh, now that you realize that you know I that I, I I you did what you were supposed to do. Right was to get me through high school and into college. Uh, I guess he just wanted to make sure that we could still have a relationship. <laughs> Nigga, you know? spent eighteen years torturing <laughs> me, and now you want to work on a re- right relationship. Right. And then because now I feel, I feel like my dad is not necessarily more apologetic, but he's just more empathetic to like how things kind of were. Right. So now he's more open to hearing me out and stuff like that, which I feel like a lot of people. Don't go through that with a parent sometimes, right? A parent might always treat you as like, you're always going to be my kid. I'm going to talk down to you like you're my kid. I think it's just my lifestyle. Like, Riz lived in the house with her dad. Yeah. So that's like a whole different thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it got to the part where like you was with your mom and then she was, you was like, you know what? It's time to go live with him. And then it was like, what the fuck is this nigga? <laughs> like, it was a whole dynamic change. And then I, like, lived with my mom. I didn't live with my dad till I was grown. And by the time I was grown, me and him, like, had, we got drunk one day and had that reconciliation. <laughs> and that just came for us, like, getting drunk. I drank a whole, like, fifth of Patron, the orange. I don't know. It was wild. It was early. It was, like, 2012. Don't judge me, bro. It was 2012. It was 2012. I had Grand Marnier. Relax. Uh, but it was it was a wild night, and we started talking about it. So you then, treat yourself good. <laughs> I was young, bro. It's twenty twelve. That was a long. That was when I was putting on uh, all that H- HDR on my pictures, deep frying them, motherfuckers. <laughs> 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 
X Pro Two. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I have the visual. <laughs> so that was back then, bro. When Instagram first came around, but uh, but yeah, we had that conversation. So I could I can tell like for you, it's like a different thing, like. Your dad was there, and it was him, and you look at him in a different light. So I can see how Father's Day, like you can take the three people in the room. Father's Day is something different for all of us. It's different right. than Mother's Day. Mother's Day is like yes, and I mean, but you I'm not. Thinking. I'm not saying that Father's Day is like no, it's trash. It's just that you like because I love my dad. Me and my dad have a good relationship, and it's still different. It's like. Why it's hard? It's it's kind of like pulling teeth, like trying to get to that point where you get your father to show those emotions, like you, just to open up think emotionally. About it though, like for you in particular, like your dad didn't just have one of you; he had two girls that he had to raise, or you know that he you know was the the father of, and yeah, damn, they're like twins. Yeah, my dad did his thing. Like he was a single father for a minute. Um, he found. A, a lovely woman to come into his life to help him with these two girls. He laid down the law. He provided. We had we we had um, clothes on our back, shoes on our feet. They might have been K Swiss, but um, they was cool, you know. And he always made sure we was put together. I saw a meme one time, like a long time ago, and it was uh, it was it was wild, but it kind of made sense. It was like. For uh, imagine it's your birthday, and you ask your mom for like, but this is like in your case not, but like you live with your mom and you ask your mom for the PlayStation because your mom is there. Everything she ever did, she made magic. For your birthday, you ask your dad for a T-shirt. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying You get him to do the bare minimum Cause it's your dad But your mom you asked the world from her Because she generally gave it And it was like I ain't like get that Until I like grew up And I was like yeah you're right Cause she was there she did everything But the dad that was like just there Like the the parent that's just there You only want them to just be there Right And it's crazy how you look at life like that I think it's kind of like Maybe it's the gender thing with, um, not even gender, but just being a little bit more sensitive, being as though you have two girls, and he was just, he was hard. It wasn't really like a sensitive moment. Wasn't and no like, niggas coming to that house. No, not at all. So it's kind of like with with fathers and my father specifically, it's just like you just want them to, you want to be loving and, and hug and, and, and cuddle and all that stuff and... Them niggas is not with, don't that with that shit. And I you f- want to talk about feelings. Let me tell you this. You know One what time- hug was for my dad? Was him giving me like in a headlock and giving me a noogie. <laughs> One time I came home. I, I probably came home a few times crying. And <laughs> I'm not talking like boo-hoo. I'm talking like weeping. And my dad looked at me. What's the di- I just see her like doing that shoulder shit. Like this. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the one where you can't get your shit together. You just <laughs> look at her shoulders. <laughs> she got Tina shoulders. Dumb yeah. shoulders. Like shoulders just going. And yeah, like <laughs> shoulders. And he was just like <laughs> he literally laughed and was like, You good? <laughs> 
No, nigga. <laughs> no, I'm not good. Right. <laughs> I hate to do this, but I'm not good. And then he was like, Well, what happened? And I told him, and he was just like, Girl, you're gonna be all right. No, sir. No, sir, that's not it. So I feel it. Cause uh <laughs> like I live with my mom and uh we would have like I would I would only get in trouble for like school shit. Like it was never nothing big. Like I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do a project. They call home. My mom get upset. Me and her go back and forth. And then she's like, "I'm gonna call your daddy." Call my daddy. This would be the conversation we would have. Just do what she say to you. Eighteen, you ain't gotta do it no more. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thanks. That Logic. Was, that was very helpful. And it stuck, bro. Why did like I think about that. And then it stuck. It was like you know what? You're right. I ain't really gotta do shit. Just do what she asked me to do. Hell no. Then when she was done, fuck it. You had that. That shit was was sweet. (laughs) Hell no. Oh no. You listen, man. You get. I mean, I'm sure the 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 statute limitations is done. You grow up catching the belt, and then you ever remember that one time when you like graduate from the belt to the mittens, and you just you just know from the belt to the paws. Hey, it ain't ain't ever happened like that. It's you know my dad. My dad was a hard ass, so it was just like. You know, we were in New York, you know, for the most of my life, like my young life. And it was just like, yo, you need to do this so you can get the hell up out of here. And you got to realize the niggas was old and they lived by a A different thing. Like, hey, all you really need to do is do what you need to do. So if that means go to school, get an education, get a job or just get a job. That's what they lived by. And so these niggas didn't understand. Like, like I remember one time me and my dad had a real real deep conversation about he's like bro you could just come work with me at the plant you know what i'm saying they'll pay for you to go back to school i was like nigga it's niggas in there that's been working there for 40 years they are comfortable i don't ever want to be that comfortable doing some shit that i don't want to do like nigga i don't see that for my life and we had to have a real conversation about it like nigga i don't want to do that that's why i ain't done it it's not that's not what i see for my life and it got wild that night I also think it was that what, uh, talking to get offended. The- no, it was just because I have the same personality as my father. So, in uh, anger or emotions exp- expression, we just yell at each other. Yeah. So I feel like all of our fathers are probably pretty much around the same age because it sounds like we have similar right. stories with the way that our fathers handled things. And it's not to say that I don't want this to sound like it's a. It's a bad episode for fathers because it's supposed to be a tribute. Nah, them niggas is they no, did what they you know, did. No, yeah. like honest, they, I wouldn't change anything. They yeah. honestly did their damn thing. And <laughs> sometimes you do need that tough love because imagine if I would have came home crying like that and my dad would have coddled me. Yeah. Now what? Right. Now I'm cuddled in and crying and, and nothing's resolved. He's like, So what the fuck are you gonna do in the middle of me crying? And yeah, it's a little harsh in the moment, but sometimes you need that because we all turned out to be pretty good people. And I just want to state that uh, your experience ain't always the same as your siblings, and that's okay. That's all right. Yeah, I want to. I want to. Sister, hear that, please. <laughs> I just want to like put that into place because, like, my view on my father may not be the same view as my sisters who lived in the house with them every day. True. And that's cool. It's the same man, but we see him from different eyes, and it's okay. He's like, don't you don't have to like hide that. You don't have to, you know, like not share that. Yeah. 
So I just want to like, it's cool, bro. If you feel out there and you like, and your sister's calling you and saying, "Hey, what are we about to do for Dad Father's Day?" and you like, man, <laughs> but it's fine, bro. You, you yeah. it's okay with it's that. All right. It's all right. I think um, another part to it is is we're all coming around to the point where we realize that our parents are people too. Like right. you spend a lot of time, a lot of your life thinking that your parent is a superhero. But then when you start looking at them like real life people, and I think this happened a few years for me where I was like, yo, like he's a human. Like if I, <laughs> he's not some guy who puts on a cape and comes out and plays this role as my father, he's a human too. He has emotions, he has feelings and they're valid. This nigga asked me for money one time and I was like, what? what? <laughs> Bet here, like here, you did enough, but yeah, remember, oh. remember, Remember, I just need that back. <laughs> uh, you're, no, that's the that's the best part for any parent. Like, when they when you like the, the shoes on the other foot, and then you remember all those times when they would say like they would say something, and you like, all right, now nah, I got you. Yeah, like the one time, point. like my dad was like, oh, can he borrow my keys to uh, drive my car? I was like, nah. I was like, I'm coming with you. I'm in the I'm in the passenger seat. Yeah, but then he's like, you know, he's like cursing me out about it. But it's funny because he's like, all right, you know what? I get it. Right. Yeah. I think if we take a look back and let's say my dad was, I'm I'm not pretty sure, but I think he was about 26 when he had me. That's pretty close to where we are now. Can you guys imagine being fathers like now and what that would look like for you guys? Yeah, bro. I can. I can. No, I I know what I know it would make me. It would make me so soft. It would. I would be. I would be him. Like I would literally be him. Like, bro, it's it's like it's a straight line, bro. <laughs> like you figure that shit out. Figure the straight line part about it. I can see myself being him. I see that shit every day. I got them new glasses. I look just like that nigga. Like, so, I, right. so you know, you know what's funny? You ever like the whole set in in a song, and it was in uh, one of the Batman movies. It was like. You basically, you know, find yourself, you know, so long you want to be in the villain. Like, yeah. it's literally like that about, like, your dad. It's just like, <laughs> I fought so hard to not be like him that I'm just splitting him in. I never, I, I always hate it when people said that shit. Like, Same. You just like it. And I'm like, bro, I don't even know what the fuck that means. Like, I don't see him as the person that you see him. So I don't know what it's like to be like him. But then, like, as I've spent more time with him over last uh seven to ten years it's like oh yeah i i yeah i you know what? i do uh i do uh deflect and uh get angered easily about some shit that i probably shouldn't get angry about I can see it. But shout so out to the daddies just like your father oh yeah absolutely okay. but the thing is well, i kind of want to give my, my man my man some uh <laughs> some props yo like I'm not gonna lie, like the work ethic, the the uh, the drive, like, I definitely got from my dad. Like I feel like my the way that I kind of look at the world and kind of it's almost kind of like a skeptic. But I'm like, but I'm also optimistic at the same time. Like I kind of got that from my father. And yeah. I just feel like a lot of like the character, like you know, from both of my parents, I was definitely there. But you know, there's there's I, again as much as you always, you know, you always hear like the parents kind of say like, "One day you'll thank me for this." Like I have, like <laughs> they do be saying that they do, but I like I have because it was just like, you know what, I get it, you know, and you know, I remember why they were saying like, you know, make sure you 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 act a certain way because you know when they grew up, it was dangerous for them out in these streets, and you know, 
now full circle 2020 it's you know it's shit. exactly the same that shit he always loved to tell the fucking yeah bro we used to get pulled over by the bullies all the time i was looking at him like bro i don't want to hear this fucking story for the 90th time, <laughs> 90th time. now it's Parents, know how to tell a story times. bro if it's a cookout and there's alcohol you will hear a story that you've heard a thousand times and they gonna tell it like you never heard it before, like you wasn't there. And then you know the fun part about the stories is to catch the details they left out this yeah, time. Now like, they got new details. <laughs> now they got new know, details. Nigga, you said it was six of y'all. How I turned it to twenty five. The, the the thing that kills me is that when they tell the the story for the eightieth time, <laughs> you literally fill in the details, right? Because and you then, know and it. Then, and then like because you know it, but then like they talk to you. Like you were actually there. Like, like, no. like I'm like, dog, I'm saying it so you can stop telling me. What the time story. was it again? What time was it again? If I have yeah. to if I have to hear a story that my aunt hit my dad with a baseball bat during a fight at that McDonald at that Burger King on MLK uh-huh. one more time. Fam. Relax. relax. Right, so By I, accident. So we've all been around that. <laughs> Where like there's no there's no field near there like so where, there, where did the back come from so uh little Winston history that which is now Popeyes which is crazy that parking lot for that Popeyes used to be the hangout spot in Winston Salem for black oh. people so on like Sundays niggas would go up there on their bikes and you know they little they little uh acras and shit go up there and chill like Acres. hang out yeah act they act rats and just chill up there so apparently one day there was a fight. A fight broke out between uh, my dad punched some guy over over my aunt, and my aunt went and got a baseball bat and started swinging and hit my dad because the dudes was trying to jump my dad, and she hit him by accident. <laughs> I've heard this story my entire life. To the point now that now I forget some of the details now. You know the, you know the right, details. So wherever he got hit, does it hurt now because it's raining outside? Nah, I think <laughs> probably. He probably got a scar somewhere for that shit. That's a good one. Uh, if I were able to be a daddy, it's like, <laughs> I'm joking. No, but um, I I hear the same thing that you guys hear when people t- when people meet me or they know my father or they're friends of my father. You're just like your dad. You do this just like your dad. You have his mannerisms and stuff like that. But it's something to be proud of. Like I'm proud to be like my dad. My dad is a good man. Like he handles his business, his work work ethic. Um, he's a motivational speaker. He can talk you under the damn table, and he can drink you under the table, and you're going to have a damn good time with him. So I don't know about that one. He a hell of a chef. Measy still ain't forget about them wings. I ain't No, it's the fish. The fish. And I ain't forgot about that uh, studio equipment downstairs. So if uh, stepmom, if you listen, tell him about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's something to be proud of. Um, but yeah, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Young fathers too. Young fathers. Because my dad had me at 24 and he had two of us. Stepdaddy. <laughs> yeah, uh, two of us at 24. If you, if you pe- play in that role. All right. Is that how that works? No. <laughs> well, no. No. If you identify as if you identify as a man, that is perfectly okay. Okay. Right? I'm completely cool with that. But if you are a woman and you identify Step as a daddy, woman, mommies. like you are not, you are not, you're not a father. You're not a positive male role model for someone. Like yes, yes, he is. No, 
if he if they identify, yeah. If they identify, yeah. All right. Am I saying it? I'm, I feel like I'm saying this correctly, yeah. right? Like, if you oh identify as a man, yeah. I don't think. What? I don't think an episode of Texture Activist got that serious that quick. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie to you. Not, <laughs> you I'm, was I'm, tight, but <laughs> no, because I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Daddy, mommy, so <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. All right. Nah, um, hold on. Nah, because I got something to say now. What, yeah. I'm just saying, like, I don't know if we're gonna get like. I just feel like it. 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 It's a pain in the ass to like. Try to really like you know show love to your positive role models like male role models or your dad on that day and then essentially I get it like you know sometimes like you don't want the the mommies that's been single mothers to say that they're a father too right right I just think that's it's rude it was, it, it, it was just a joke babe I'm not saying I'm not talking about for you I'm talking about, I'm talking about for them out there everybody right. else knows because like, Greg I right. saw every every two weeks right. ain't the fucking uh, ain't the dad figure you think he was for me I ain't fucking that nigga the entire time. Fuck that nigga that I only saw when you got paid. I just think I just think that's it's not okay. All right. Well, on that note, um That's fine. I agree with you. I understand you don't want to discredit the men who are out there actually doing their things as fathers and standing up in a place where some men decide to sit down. And um I Get your know. ass off the grill. Uh get his ass off the grill. Take your ass in the house and make real macaroni. And I cheese. agree. But shout out to the people who identify that's as that's male how they do. and would like to be a part of Father's Day because they have children in their All life. Father's Day is is a cookout for this nigga. The Yo, one day he don't. don't get no <laughs> pedicure. They don't get no manicure. They don't but the get thing no is, back rub. I feel like most fathers don't want that. I think they just want to be Every, left alone. But you know what? Every time they say that and then they, <laughs> they might say some little slick shit because your ass ain't get me nothing for Father's Day anyway. You said you didn't want nothing. Nigga, I'm tw- I'm 29. My birthday is the same day. You know it for a fact. I ain't got shit. Shut up. <laughs> you said you didn't Nigga. want nothing. Remember when you was broke at 25 and you had to. I ain't got to. That's the only... Uh, dads are pretty passive-aggressive, but it's I like it. They it's push. funny. That's why uh-huh. I said, started this whole thing off with fuck them. Let's go ahead and take a break and come back with our final thoughts. We're back. So, one of the biggest things that... I strive towards, especially with my relationship with my father, is to hear him say that he's proud of me or anything along those lines. (laughs) You're fucking faced. (laughs) I'm just trying to figure it out. So, for the final thought, I want to ask you guys, when's a moment that you made your father proud? I'm going to start with A. (laughs) You need a minute to think about it. Yeah, right. I'm gonna start with. Uh, for me, um, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like the the biggest one has kind of been like when I uh, got to school, like when I got to undergrad. I, to be honest, because I just feel like that was like the part where it was like I got further than what you know. Because I guess it's like. I'm his only son, and it's like you, you kind of get out there, like you know, you, you made it out of the hood, like you you got to college, and you are safer than you know than what you you know what could have been if you had stayed home and stuff like that. So I feel like that was just like kind of like the start of the laundry list of things I've been able to do to make um, it grow. Right. Um. I mean, because like he, I mean, I mean, I hope he hear this too. So he uh, <laughs> always now he now even to this day like. Our dads ain't listening. Nigga. Nah, nah, I don't know. He just got he his pro- smartphone. He probably don't even know how to open the link. <laughs> and he 
And he be on Facebook. Yeah, one, yeah, one time. How do niggas know how to use Facebook and that's it? All you got to do is click the link. It says click here. And then just push black. And then, all right. Yeah. All right. But, <laughs> nah, but basically, I mean, like, I just feel like, yeah, he... Uh, he ain't going here this bitch. No, no, he just kind of keeps going. You know, as I accomplish different things and stuff like that, like, you could tell, like, that he's proud of you by just wanting to talk to you about it and wrap your head off. But he'll, he'll probably never actually say, like... Hey, I'm proud of you, son. Or I'm proud of you. Like you just gotta like read between the lines. And that man's so rough. You just be like, all right, like I see, I see what it is. Like I see that you, <laughs> that, that you, you really, you really do care. I see you seeing me, King. Right. I see you I see seeing you. me. <laughs> me see what you got. Uh, <laughs> I don't know because I it used to be I ain't never had to come bail you up from jail, but that's happened. Uh, so uh, I don't know. I think it. <laughs> And then, I, like E said, it was just like the whole, like, my dad had, uh, t- he had two of us at 24. So, me and my sister ain't nothing but, like, seven months apart. So, like, he was he was happily to be there at graduation for the both of us, but uh, which was the same day, like, three hours apart from each other. But uh, I don't know. I think it's, uh, I think it's what he, uh, like, he shows up shit like now like you know what i'm saying he'll come to the live podcast we have he'll come to the events we host he'll come to like uh the parties we throw he comes to shit and like be around if it's drink if it's drinks there he's there for sure mm-hmm. so i think it's like for sure. for sure like and like he'll watch like the shit i show him like look we just did this this is crazy like or i'll be like oh me and banks banks just shot this video we just did this he'll listen or he'll he'll call like one day he was in a car on the way to work and a song came on the radio and he was like, Bro, it's currency, which is hilarious because I know my dad has never listened to a currency at all. He's like, Oh, currency sound like banks. And I call banks and tell banks, like, look, my dad at least pays attention to the shit that I do. Right. And I feel like that's when it's like yeah, that's, it's, like, it's like you notice them, notice you, right? Yeah. And he'd be like, all right, like. I see you seeing me, King. Right. So I think it, I think those be the moments. Yeah, I feel like we got to make that into a. Yeah, because then I, I, my favorite thing in the world to do to fuck with him is, uh, <laughs> is, uh, one day I was watching Andy Griffin and, uh, and, uh, <laughs> Opio Andy Griffin calls Andy Griffin Paul. So my favorite thing in the world is to fuck with him and be like, Paul, what are we gonna eat for breakfast? <laughs> or my other favorite thing is I call Earl I call him Earl on purpose because when I walk when I used to walk in the house, he would be like, Hey Kwame Johnson. And then I would just repeat, Hey Earl Johnson. So my favorite thing now to do is be like, Hey father, how are you? Like just say it real like white about it, be real white about it. And he's like, Bro, if you don't leave me a fucking love. <laughs> He meant, he meant he meant articulate, <laughs> not, not white. No, I meant white. <laughs> There's it. black people that are articulate that ain't white. I meant white. <laughs> I said what I said. Um, for me, I feel like you guys all named like actions and stuff. I think one of the things that I do that really makes my father proud is just allowing him to see the person that I've been co- that I become. So how I treat people how I care about my sister, how I care about my family, how I care about my friends. I think it makes him proud to see that people, that he was able to raise an individual in the world to impact people in a positive way. 
That's real. Because every time I see your dad, it's always like a group of us, and he won't stop smiling. Like yeah. he's he's like super happy through all of that shit. Every time, if we come to his house for a brunch, or he come here and we all hang out, he's always like super happy about it. I think he just loves beer to- in hand. Oh, yeah, he loves sure. to see me and my sister just be good people. And sometimes that's all your parents want. They just want to know that all the work that they put in, they created a decent fucking human being. So if you don't have the money because you've been unemployed for the past 16 months or whatever, like just be a good person. Shit, that's a gift for Father's Day. Right. Dumb niggas don't want shit anyway. Just say, just call them. I think that's really what they be wanting. Right, to know. they want to hear what you're doing. They want to talk to you. They want to know that they thought about. And if you really want to make your father proud, just be a good fucking. Go dude. have a drink with him because yeah. you know they like to drink. Bring a six pack. <laughs> watch a movie with him and shut the hell up because he don't want to talk. Because I kept buying it. <laughs> I kept buying this nigga uh, gift certificates to finish line. And I'm like, bro, this sixty dollars hurt me more than this. You don't even using this shit. <laughs> if he's anything like my father. Like, yeah, <laughs> like let me hold this. If he's anything like my father, he wants you to sit down, shut up, watch the movie. Yeah, that's, that's it. it, bro. You know how I many fucking movies I never would have watched on my own if it wasn't for her. <laughs> like, nigga, this nigga be watching all British shoot 'em up. Why the fuck is we watching this? What is this about? Got to think, got to think, pops for uh for me. All the shit we never watched. For me being in uh into Star Wars, yeah, being like into all Star like, Trek, how did you all find this? bro? I ain't never, I ain't never wanted to watch Justice League the cartoon, and now I'm sitting here watching this Justice shit with League you. <laughs> Fire like, why am fire I doing though. this, bro? Why? Who is this actor? Why is this person kidnapped? Why are they chasing? Why are they shooting? And they be so enthused about that shit. Like, bro, you got to see this shit. This, you seen John Wick? He killed a nigga with a pimp. Like, Earl, I ain't never seen it, but I watch it with you. Like, they do. They do. But um, let's go ahead and jump into our baby maker of the week. What you got, Muzi? Let's see if we can make you a father for Father's Day. You, you are, are now, now tuned in. in. You are now tuned in to WMEZ. This week, the baby maker is from Fabo. No, not the one you're thinking of. This one is P-H-A-B-O. It's Fabo. This song is called Can I Come Inside? <laughs> Obama and Somerset here on WMEZ. Let's get it. Textually active. So you coming out the countryside, riding by, looking good as always, far away. I will see you in the hallway. Never thought to say what was on my mind Back then I nearly lost my mind Back then I used to tow my night If you told that lie, ballerina Then I moved to Santa Margarita Drinking margaritas, mixing In and out of Coda, the cousin I was solo with you Teenage crush, nothing major Wonder if you ever got away, girl It's amazing You ain't on a grandmother book You ain't got a Twitter yellow I wonder who you running with the bluff for. Is he fly enough? Is the vibe enough, babe? Are you high enough, babe? Oh, 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 So that was Fabo, P H A B O. That was Can I Come Inside, Obama and Sunset. 
that has been added to your Baby Maker playlist. So if you want to hear those jams and the other ones and see if you can get a baby, be sure to go to your favorite DSP streaming service, Apple Music, Tidal, or Spotify. Type in Textually Active Podcast. It should come up. And you too can probably, you know, come inside somebody. Uh, here on WMEZ. Textually Active. All right, speaking of pulling out, pull out your memes. Ooh, fire. <laughs> I seen what you did there. That was, that was mean. All right, my meme is... That was sexy and all, though. Hey, relax, bro. Chill out, freak. Chill out. My meme is... Elementary school was a scam. Why was I giving out cake and chocolates on my birthday? <laughs> I'm here for it. That, yeah. <laughs> I got you. Hey, I, I fuck with it. E, what you got? All right. Uh, basically, find us on Instagram. Uh, your ass lying if you never started a song over when you pull up, so a motherfucker could hear it. <laughs> I think those that's my love language. Guilty. And uh, to close this thing on out, I'm looking at the times we in. Shit, crazy. I should get a check for how fast I get irritated. This got to be a disability. No, seriously. Seriously. Legit. Seriously. And the stuff that I get upset about. Legit. The stuff I get upset about is petty. I am banging. I am banging on fucking uh that McDonald's or Renoda. You already know. I still want the bacon. Oh, you still upset about? Still the want the. <laughs> still want the bacon. So you never got it? Yeah, you going you going back after here after this? Still want the bacon. Yeah, you should talk to a manager. I might protest about it. Yo, I'll make a sign. Resident Fuck bacon! Fat. Give me my bacon. Yeah, no bacon, no peace. You, you, you were there. You I, was, were there. I was close. You were I was close. I, was, I meant to say pigs. Give me my bacon. Fuck oh. pigs. I, I, give me my. You got it. I, oh, I, I'm here for. I, I see what you my did. There. Pigs, I, give me my bacon. I see what you did there. Yeah. That's fine. I seen it. I got you. I, I seen it. Up. But um, <laughs> I just want to say something about your meme, e. Or no, was it your meme? What was your meme again? About pulling out with the music. Pulling out with the music. You know that when you do that, people can't hear the song. <laughs> it don't be nobody out there. All they hear is do, 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 do. They don't hear the song. Nah, fuck, I stand with you. I'm a, that's my love language. I like to be like, oh, this nigga, this what this nigga enjoy. This hard. I like people it. People don't the, the, never the question, be standing outside. The, the question outside. is that when you do pull up, right, because depending on how you got parked, do you uh, when you got back in that spot? Do you uh, turn the music down so you oh, can no. see better? No, oh, I no. turn it the fuck up louder <laughs> so you can hear what I'm listening. I've parallel parked in the braid a few times better than I have sober. Period. And the music be loud. I think it's because the fuck it level is a a little bit less when you're drunk, so you just swing that shit into the parking spot. Maybe I should start talking to my therapist about that. Yeah, let me know what she said because I haven't signed up yet. But um. As always, guys, thank you for listening to another episode. If you haven't told, can tell Mizi, um, we're going to therapy through you. So we, we just we, we <laughs> want the live, too. live vicariously through my my. Uh... <laughs> we want we want the cliff notes. Okay, just yeah, send just send us what she said. But, I, I will let you know. Her fucking Wi Fi is trash. Uh, let Trinash. me get Trinash. Looking bro. like she's swimming. That shit water, sound like she was saying. Her. No, that shit look like a fucking uh, a karate movie. <laughs> 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 Oh my gosh, I gotta go, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of Sexually yeah, Active. If you're looking at Rez's voice, this is me doing the dub for her. For her. <laughs> <laughs> like, Your weekly. Yes. 
entertainment. You're listening to a new episode of Textually Active. If we provided you with smiles this week, make sure you retweet, share, stop, send to a friend. <laughs> God damn, the joke is over. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook at Textually Active Pod and at Textually Act Pod on Twitter. We're also on YouTube. Pull up. Look at it. We're doing some fire shit now. Share it with us. Yeah. Fuck with us. Tweet at us. We here. Tell niggas about us. We'll talk back. <laughs> All right. And we'll be back next Tuesday. Bye. Pull up. Thank you for listening to the Textually Active Podcast. This podcast is a full service production from the Open Media Lab. Be sure to check in every Textual Tuesday along with following them on all social media at Textually Active Pod. Textually Active is a part of the Open Media Network.